We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You've waited all week and now the wait is over. It's the only unfiltered media podcast in America. This is Trash Talk on WEEI.com. Here he is, your boy, Blind Mike. Blind, Blind Mike. Mike. The only podcast that is going nowhere. You're back to trash talk. Welcome back, folks. We're not paying our dues here. We're just here to have fun. That's what I always say. That is why I show up day in and day out. No, no purpose to me doing this because I ain't no good at it. I am uh, for perpetually behind the the Mark Jameses of the world and the uh, the Mark Dunderos, whoever that is. Um, I'm nobody. I'm just happy to be here, and uh, I'm happy to have all of you along with me. Uh, the whole, the uh, the gang is back. Uh, Caitlin, of course. Dirt Squad. The Dirt Squad. <laughs> I have not signed off on that nickname. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Next time, Colin. Uh, Colin is also here. I uh, I much preferred Lucy <laughs> last week. I mean, who do you prefer looking at, though? <laughs> That's tough. Right. <laughs> um. I, 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 I did have my gripes with Lucy though. Well, I rave reviews. She did. She did a very good job. Mm. She gave us some dirt. Uh, she told us some inside Dale and Keith stuff from producing that show, uh, particularly on Minahan's last day. Ooh, we got some some juicy gossip from that. Uh, we got some juicy John Dennis gossip. Dino? There's John Dennis. There's Dino gossip. Oh, nice of you to listen to the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah there's Dino. There's Dino gossip. Uh, I'm some, a strictly dirt school. Some texts, some texts being sent. You only listen when you're on. That's nice. Yeah, while you're I'm here, doing, while I'm doing it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's the no- that's the annoying thing. I think I mentioned this. Colin likes or retweets the podcast every week, and it's. I think it's a like a way of. He thinks he's tricking me into thinking he's listening to it. No, I'm just supporting but it's like, you. It's I'm like six minutes after the po- I'm like, I know he didn't listen to this. <laughs> and I'm a busy just- guy. I can't just listen to all these podcasts. No, the one you're on, you can usually listen to. <laughs> There's usually well, time for that. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. We're, but, yeah, no, Lucy, uh, I got a weird vibe, and maybe it's just me. Maybe this is my own self-conscious thing. You know, I think Lucy's an attractive girl. I assume she's talking down to me, maybe. But I felt like... <laughs> I felt like she was kind of like, this is my fault. And, and and first of all, I'm not talking shit about Lucy because she did a great job and I don't want to make it seem like she was in here and I was nice to her and then she left and I'm like, oh, what a <laughs> what an awful job she did. No, she was very good. But um, there were a couple moments where I was like, okay, what are we, what are we getting at here? Like, Caitlin, I don't know if you remember this. I was going to ask you, what, what specifically she, are you referring to? Like when... I brought up something about how uh, Portnoy has twice said he thinks I'm good on my podcast and that he thinks maybe they misused me there. They didn't put me in the right role, uh, which I would agree with. And she's like, oh, do you think Dave talks about you? When <laughs> And I'm like, 
No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. Like, he talked about, he mentioned me briefly on the radio when I came up. I'm not saying he has personal conversation. It seemed very much like she was trying to put me in my place. That's the vibe I got. But we'll talk, we'll talk about Maybe that. Maybe you need that, though, every once in a while. I might need that. A lady to, <laughs> a lady to keep me in line. Right, right. Maybe I do need that. <laughs> well, well, I'll talk about that with her next time she's on. Because, again, I don't want to make it seem like I'm trapped. But there were a couple moments where I was like, no, obviously. Obviously, I don't think highly of myself, Lucy. Listen to the other podcasts, for God's sake. I'm a de- horribly depressed man. No, I'm doing all right. I kid. This is getting a little somber. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was going to the beginning of the show, that's probably the most jovial I've seen you at the, in the intro. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, oh, you're, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, a drunk. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Uh, you know, I, 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 it's, it's great to see just complete bores rocket past me. <laughs> hey, boys, I which, just wave. Hello, folks. Oh, which Mark one? James, have a nice day. Oh, you're terrific on the air. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Andy Hart this morning. How old are they? Uh, oh, they're much older than me. Not yeah, much older yeah. than me. Not much older than me. A few, uh, you know. In 30s? Mid-30s, yeah. That's a good amount of time. They put in their time. That's what I keep hearing. Yeah, I haven't put in my time. I haven't paid my dues. Maybe you got to be more patient. Yeah. Well, there's only so much. There's only so much a man can take. <laughs> there's only so much. Um, no, it's weird to hear. I don't. I don't know if you listened this morning. No, you were uh, doing Hillman, right? This yeah. morning. One man. I was show. listening to. Uh, <laughs> Shut up, Colin. I was listening to. <laughs> I'm ignoring that. I was listening to. Um, uh, this morning when Andy Hart is on, and it, this occurred to me. I, and I think you know, Mutt need, my man Mutt needs to do something about this. Andy Hart just shit all over Mutt this morning. What time were you listening? Or, like, what were they talking about? Um, Because I was listening when they were talking. Yeah, exactly. That's what much should be saying. (laughs) Who the the hell is Andy Hart? He covers the Patriots for, uh, I think he works for that Patriots football Mm. weekly. Is he a tall man? Never seen him. I don't know. Kelly, a tall man? Did you see him this morning? Uh, I did not see him. You stack up to the the likes of Mutt. Mutt He's definitely taller than Mutt. Mutt's a big guy, though. Mutt's a big guy. Well, no, I, I take that. What? Mutt, Mutt, is a very, Mutt is a diminutive man, but strong. Like right. A, like a... He looks like he could do like 60 push-ups in a row. Oh, easily. Yeah. Easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot of push-ups. While uh, drinking a, a flask of whiskey. Well, so right. that's when I was I was listening when they were talking about going to the gym. I don't know if that's when you were yeah, listening. Yeah, around okay. then. But like Andy Hart's giving him shit, and I hear Reamer a couple weeks ago, like they're talking politics, and Mutt's trying to make a point, and Reamer goes, oh yeah, Mutt, how about you, why don't you tell me? Why don't you to like kind of condescendingly talking to him? And uh, I remember that. I like that. T- Tomasi did that. Sure, that's fine. But these are all guys, especially Andy Hart and Reamer. These are guys that never, ever would have talked like that to Manette. Would never talk like that to Jerry. And Mutt's got to start swinging his dick around for once and be like, hey, assholes, this is my show. Right, right. No, you're right. Hey, it's time. You're in. Yeah. You're, this is Mutt and Callahan, dickbags. Right. You guys weren't good enough <laughs> to be on the show. And believe me. Management makes some questionable decisions, sure. But Mutt was the guy chosen for that slot. There was no one capable. There was no one that Jerry wanted other than Mutt. There was no one capable here of doing that show every day with Jerry other than Mutt when Minahan left. So these guys that talk down to Mutt, I don't know what they're doing. It's just a complete lack of respect, and I don't understand it. Wait, he is first billing, too, on that name. It's Mutt and Callahan. Mutt and Callahan. It's the Mutt show the first name with his here. sidekick, Jerry Callahan, right. and Mutt's going to start <laughs> acting like it. Puff your chest out, baby. God damn. It. Have your driver drop you, drop you off in the morning. Come in with a, a, like a, like a Spitfire. Well, he doesn't, he, he's got 10 DUIs. Ten? Dri- how, well, how many does he actually have? No, he's have? got one. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, 
Yeah, so I think, I, you know, seeing that, it made me feel for my own position here. Like, you know, I, I, I felt sympathy for Mutt. Because I was like, who, who are these people to talk down to Mutt? And then I hear other guys, and I'm like, well, I guess Dakota from Braintree is more equipped to do an hour on the radio than me. But other personnel news at the station. Um, the Red Sox broadcast is going through a bit of a shakeup. Mm. Now, the talk is, so Tim Neverett, gone. And that's very Shad. Shad to she. Uh, Tim Neverett, uh, no longer with us. Moving on. I don't know where he's going. But uh, Dale hinted today that it like he was like, "Oh, don't worry about him. Like he'll be fine." So I think he'll. I think he's <laughs> going. Hey, hey, Dale. Let me let me let me exciting. put your mind at ease. No one was worried. <laughs> no one was like, "What is the man going to do right. for a living? How is he going to put food on the table?" Hey, Dale. We were all we were all fine. Right. <laughs> no one thought about Tim Neverett's well-being. He's never even in the building. No. You know what I mean, you never even think about him. Right. So uh, Tim Neverett gone, but. I can't imagine they'll ever get rid of Joe Castiglio. No. I assume Castig will die in the booth. Oh, my God. Well, in the, his you know, a- his ashes, theoretically, theoretically. Theoretically. Sorry. His ashes will be thrown around that way. Spread at Fenway Park. Of course, yeah. And, you know, he's been around long enough that uh, I, I get why they would want to uh, be loyal to him in that way. But that, that's what makes this more vexing is the, the rumor now is that um, the, the the broadcast is going to be turned into more of a talk show? Have you heard that? I did hear that. I, uh, Reamer had an article about it, I think, a while ago, or or it resurfaced, and that they talked about doing it. Well, so here, here was my idea over a year ago, I think, at this point. Right. My idea was essentially that this would work better for TV, but it seems like that's maybe what they want to do with the radio. But my idea was... Wait, maybe that- Dave O'Brien should do it. Genius. Yeah, he already does. Yeah, he, he has a job. No, that would be great. It's <laughs> the if, exact same job. If they got Don Orsillo back to do to it. To do radio? Yeah. Yeah. Total step down. Now, I guess they don't want another play-by-play guy, which makes sense. Why would you have – I don't get right. why they've had two play-by-play guys in there forever. But um, so my idea was take, take Sunday Night Football, for example. You have the regular, straightforward broadcast with Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth, and you have the option to have – and this is just an example – but Big Cat and Portnoy doing the game on, on a, another version, like an R-rated version. You want two. You want two versions. Right, that's what I'm saying. Okay. So you have the straightforward broadcast for the real sports nerds that that want that. Seems pricey. And on the other, um, now, you're, now you're dividing. But now you're dividing your audience and and with advertising, not only you know what I mean. But I, but, it all no, no, no. It wouldn't it's be divided. It'd be the same advertising. It's just a different broad. The the broadcast itself is different. Although, what would you the know, channels be? That's that's. It might you might not be able to do that with advertising because certain advertisers That's wouldn't want to. Bro- yeah, it does get sticky there. Checkmate. Well, we're working out the bucks right, yeah, at, we'll, at we'll Geary Industries, but but that was essentially my idea. Right. Is the that you have two that one out. the gear get, get on that gearheads. Kai Mark Mike. Mark Hannon's balls and Callahan forever. Get on that. Um. So, essentially, it seems like that might be kind of the direction they want to go in with the Red Sox games, but in my mind. If Joe Castiglione's still in the booth, that's impo- virtually impossible. Right. Because <laughs> Joe Castiglione, you know, love him or hate him. <laughs> what he is is straight play-by-play, and then he'll tell you He's great. some random fact about, well, the, his his mother grew up in Tallahassee, where <laughs> it's like, okay, Joe, terrific. <laughs> He's got, But 
I don't know that Joe is capable of putting on that type of a show. Um, and that's when you get into this morning, I guess, uh, our fearless leader here, Joe Zarbano, was tweeting at the Globe saying, uh, I don't know where you're getting these reports. That's not what's happening. That's always good. Once you get a little press on something, you'll be like, nope, we're not doing anything. Nothing to see here. Nothing interesting going on here. Why would you ever speculate? Why would you ever talk about us? Don't don't write anything about us. Pretend we don't exist. That's good. Um, but no, so the, the rumor, what I think is going to happen is that they're going to have a guy like Merloni doing the game. So basically. Is he going to want to do that, though? He's going. Uh, I don't know that it'll be Merloni because right, that would break so, up the afternoon show. Hey, hey, There's perfect. Been, Johnny Gomes, get him in there. Oh, that'd be, let him let him flame. That, out. Honestly, that's probably what it will be. That'd be insane. It probably will. Be. <laughs> I don't know if it'd be insane. I think it'd be very like, boring. It's already hard enough to. I mean, he's already bad at at doing TV. You know, broadcasting. He's fine, Johnny. He's okay. He's, he's fine. fine. I, I guess he's fine. fine is in like I will continue to watch the game and be a little. Uh, just, I guess a little peeved at the things he says, but it's even harder to do it on radio where you have to describe everything. But even if it's Johnny Gomes or whoever, it's like all this. Keith all the, all this talk has been over. Well, we'll probably have the exact same broadcast that the TV does. Right. We'll probably do the same thing we've been doing for 100 years. People like continuity, though. What, is it, what do you mean by that? People like the same things. I feel like it's pretty cut and dry. Well, when way you to add to the conversation. I'm just you saying, really like, bolstered well, I mean, this it? conversation. When you, watch, when you listen to a Sox game, I don't, I don't need a bunch of distractions. Just tell me what's going on in the game. Like, the game is the entertainment. You know what I mean? I, the, the announcers are secondary. I just want to know what's going on. Well said. Profound stuff. The idea is that if you're going to change the broadcast, that it should be something interesting rather than Joe Castiglione telling you what what junior college. Well, that's the entire conversation well, I'm having. Right. Well, I'm just saying, like, are they, who says they're going to change the broadcast? The Globe. Or was it just, okay, so, like, that's the conversation. Yeah. But who's confirmed that? No one. No one. Well, that's what I was saying is that Zarbano was saying, hey, no, so we're, not, we're be, not doing Are that. you pro talk show? You know, right? Not on the radio. I think it would no, work exactly. a lot better that's on TV. I, that's on the I'm radio, saying. it wouldn't make any sense. It would just right. be like I'm listening to a show. Um, With baseball going on in yeah. the background. But if they want to have guys in that are more conversational than right. Tim Neverett, I'm all for that. Okay. Rather than uh, a horse might call it shallot, but it uh, looks like grass. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm not going to miss Tim Neverett particularly. I know Dale's very concerned. Uh, I hope the guy gets back on his feet. Right, God sure forbid. I'm sure he's fine. The, the weird thing is, though, it said that, e, and I have no idea how true this is, but they, the article said that uh, EEI told him to start looking for a job in August. I also read that, too. What a bizarre, that's I know. strange. Like, I, it kind of sounded like he left on his own terms. Hit the bricks. But, yeah, right. it's like, he wasn't, I don't know that he was, he, mo- he didn't you move the needle in me, any I way. quit. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> Seemed very odd. To, and especially to not have a replacement in mind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No not, if plan. you were like, hey, beat it in August. Right. Then I would think now they'd be like, we're getting rid of Tim Neverett and we're installing. Right. At least Nesson, when they Loomer got rid of Don, they, they knew it was Dave O'Brien, O'Brien next. coming in. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. That'll smooth be smooth transition. It should be very uninteresting. Um, and it'll probably be the same broadcast you've heard for 100 years come April. Um, now, what I really wanted to get to today, it's been, it's been eating away at me for a week because uh, this came out pretty much after we did the show, even if it came out before we did the show. I don't think we would have talked about it necessarily because me and Lucy got into some other stuff. <laughs> Life, love, you know, all the... Looks like I left out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, So, Kevin Hart, and among other people, got in trouble this week uh, because uh, Kevin Hart 
as we all know, is very homophobic. And I say we all know that because uh, Kevin Hart was, in fact, a public figure in 2009, 10, and 11, and was actually very famous. And it didn't seem to bother anyone then, and why it bothers people now is beyond me. But uh, Kevin Hart is not hosting, not hosting the Oscars uh, because of tweets he had uh, eight or nine years ago. 2011. Okay, seven years ago. Um, Still a long time ago, especially of course, in Twitter of course. terms. Well, so here's, here's how I know how famous Kevin Hart was then. When I was a freshman in college in 2010, Old West um, I'm not a huge, <laughs> I'm not a huge Kevin Hart fan. He's okay. He's a funny guy. He's right. certainly funny. He's certainly talented. People who say he's not funny or he's not talented are dummies. But he's just not my right. not my cup of tea. He's talented enough to they wanted him to host the Oscars. Of course, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't just luck into his right, position. Right, right. So Kevin Hart's a talented guy. Not particularly my style of comedy. But um, when I was a freshman in college at Westfield, go Owls, uh, <laughs> a bunch of people, Wait. everyone told me, why, every, everywhere I went, Everywhere I went, went to the D.C., went to, people said, hey, Mike. Father Dean's office. Hey, yes, yes, John Paulman's office in the communications hall. He said, hey, Mike, you listen to Kevin Hart? And I said, no, not, no, I'm not. But uh, I was the only one that didn't watch, I, I, I watched it, I just wasn't that big of a fan, of uh, Seriously Funny, his stand-up special. You being grumpy towards things everyone else loves, who would yeah. have thought? Even right. back then? Right. So, <laughs> so Kevin Hart was pretty popular among the, uh, the youth. Around that time, 2009, 2010. So it's not like he was nobody and no one saw this. So he tweeted in 2011 and said that, um, uh, like, if I came home and uh, my, I found out my son was gay, I would smash a dollhouse over his head. And I, I'm, I'm probably misquoting. I don't have the quote right in front of me. So I apologize if I'm misquoting. I think it's I shouldn't if, do that. I, but I think the tweet was along the lines of, if I found my son playing with dolls... I would smash him over the head with it. Right. That that shit's gay. I yeah, think yeah, that's yeah. what he yeah, said. Yeah, yeah I think something right. like that. I think you're right. So, first of all, that when the tweet came out, no one was outraged by it. Kevin right. Hart probably had a few hundred thousand followers at that time. Right. You know, something like that. At least tens of thousands. That was like when Twitter was just starting to get big. Too. Right. I think that was like the end of the Facebook, start of the Twitter. So let's say tens of thousands, right. which it was probably more. But tens of thousands of people saw that tweet. No one was bothered by it. Some people probably laughed. Some people probably said, what an asshole. But no one was so outraged by it that they had to ruin the guy's career. Instead, what they did was wait until that was no longer appropriate to say and then ruin everything the guy had built over the last seven years. Not ruin. That's too Not far. Ruin, That's but... too far to say ruin. But that does hurt his name, especially a guy like Kevin Hart who's very mainstream. You know, he wants to do all these movies for kids and stuff like that. And Kevin Hart might honestly be slightly homophobic. Like, there's, um, every headline was like, these homophobic tweets, which, that's a little far. But, um, Kevin Hart, every time I watch uh, Tropic Thunder, which you've never seen. No. Embarrassing. You should be ashamed of yourself. I've seen but, uh, the Not remotely close. <laughs> um, so... There's a character, Al Pacino, in that film that's played by this guy, Brandon T. Jackson. And every time I watched that movie when I was younger, I thought that it would make a lot of sense of Kevin Hart. It was almost like the guy was doing a Kevin Hart impression. Like that's how close to Kevin Hart that character was. 
And then I found out years later that Kevin Hart turned down that role um, because at the end, the character comes out as gay and he didn't want to play a gay character. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, Kevin, Kevin Hart probably has some thoughts about gay people that I wouldn't agree with. Uh, however, first of all, the tweet, I, I, I've had enough of this alleged joke stuff where they go, this alleged joke, this quote, joke. No, no, it was a joke. It was a joke. It was a joke. And they act like Kevin Hart whispered it <laughs> to his wife and it got picked up by the national media. He put it on Twitter. He wanted so, people to see it. So with someone who really believed that, who someone who was saying it in all seriousness, that they would smash a dollhouse over their child's head, someone who does that <laughs> and meant it and acts than, uh... on that, would they go to Twitter and go, hey, guys, I'm going to abuse my kids later because <laughs> I suspect they are possibly gay. <laughs> no, right. real homophobes don't do that. Uh, they, put, they, they do it in private. <laughs> they do it in the privacy of their own home. Uh, so Kevin Hart, I don't believe, abuses his children. Uh, I don't, really don't think in this day and age he would. Care. He might have his, his thoughts that I wouldn't agree with if his kids were gay, but he'd probably keep them in-house and not voice them to the public. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so this idea that Kevin Hart needed to be stopped, and thank God we got him just in time before he took the stage at the Oscars, it's... It's honestly kind of like sickening that people right. think like that and go through old tweets and they say, well, he said something about gay people. Let's wait. Let's wait until he gets something big enough that we can rip away from him. And, then, uh, and now it's um, the, uh, the, the, the rumors are that it's, uh, it might be Ken Jong that replaces I him. I don't know who that is. Um, hangover, Asian guy. Oh, he are, he's funny. That's a good he's, second uh, So here's my thing about Ken Jong. He's a funny actor. Right. Like, he was very good in the movie community. I'm through the movie community. The show community. Um, he was good in the, in the first Hangover. Uh, not even really. He wasn't even really that good. He was a little over the top for my taste. But I, I feel like anyone could have played that role that he, well. When he Asian in, guy, in the hanging guess, yeah. In the Hangover. Yeah. He, I mean, like, how Bobby hard. Bobby Lee could have done that just as Right. Well. How hard yeah. is it to, like, jump out of the back? Just be wacky. Of, uh, yeah, just be crazy. Be wacky, wacky yeah. And, and, and be, like, kind um, but in the show community, he's very funny. In that brief scene, he's in and knocked up. He's funny. Um, so he's a good actor, for sure. Good comedic actor. Was he in Role Models? Yeah, he was the king in Role Models. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, definitely a funny actor. But the thing about... The, and I don't really... Who gives a fuck about the Oscars? I, I, I'm never watching them again. Right. So I, I don't really care. But the thing about the Oscars is I think the people who would be best at that would be stand-ups. Because it is kind of stand-up. You're doing a monologue... You know, you're, bring, you're, you're introducing people the way hosts do uh, at a stand-up show. It's not the same as acting. And you see every actor, pretty much, that goes up on stage at the Oscars seems painfully awkward. So just to be like, oh, Ken Jeong, he was so funny in The Hangover. Let's get him to do the Oscars. It's like, well, that's not going to be as funny as Kevin Hart was. And does it not seem insulting to anyone else to just go, well, we haven't had an Asian guy do it. Let's find one. You know what I mean? Like, I had Lucy on last week because I think she's good at that. Like, I think she's a good talker. Right. She's interesting to talk to. And she's interested in a lot of the subjects we talk about. So I think she's good on here. But I feel like Lucy would be very insulted, as she should be, if I just walked out into the hallway and was like, I need a woman. Is, right, any, right. is there any woman available? <laughs> any, any female, just come on in and talk because I want to look like I'm progressive. Is that not insulting to anyone else? Just go, let's have a gay person do it. Let's have an Asian guy do it. 
just it's how about choose someone based on their merit? And if the funniest guy to do it would be Bill Burr, which it would they be. would never, which it would be, they, they would ne- never, they would never happen. But that would be the funniest Get option. Gilbert Gottfried next. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, they would never allow. But I'm trying to think. John Mulaney. Yes. If, if the funniest guy would be John Mulaney to do it, and he's equipped to do like it. They like people who will make other people feel bad. I guess. Right. Um, which they're lying about that because when Ricky Gervais did it, they were like, "We'll never have Ricky Gervais on this stage again." And the next year, they were like, uh-oh, what's Ricky Gervais going to say? <laughs> <laughs> this might bolster ratings, so we'll because sit Because everyone it. likes him. You know what I mean? I don't know that. Ever. I don't think Mel Gibson liked him particularly oh, that day. I don't think anyone's running to Mel Gibson's side. <laughs> no. Well, he's back now. He's Mel back. Gibson. That's the thing is all these people should be back because they're actors. Right. Like, even if Mel Gibson is anti-Semitic, he's great at his job. So if he's not hurting anyone... And not, you know, lobbying to suppress certain people, then his job isn't so important that we should even bother taking it away from him. Right. That's what I think. You know what I mean? Even if Kevin Hart was an awful homophobe, I don't think it's. I don't know. If, should, if he, stand, if he, should stand well, up be taken away from him? I mean, it's the same thing with like Kurt Schilling. I mean, I think he. Kevin Hart. I don't think Kevin Hart. Went to the same line Kurt Schilling did, but like Kurt Schilling, it's ESPN just saying, "Hey, you can't be divisive." Well, like it's that. also so like that's what Kurt Schilling. With Kurt. It's also Kurt, and I can argue with you about the Kurt Schilling thing too, just like what he meant. But I understand Kurt Schilling also wasn't joking, right? He was. He you know was what I mean? Legit. There were, which might be even worse. There might have been jokes embedded in there, but Kurt Schilling was giving his thoughts. So it's like, okay, that's that's one level. Yeah, but he's Kevin Hart was telling jokes, and he's. I'm uh, having a separate argument. Right. I'm saying like. Kurt Schilling was giving his political opinions. So for ESPN, I don't agree with it, but for ESPN to say, hey, we don't want you talking politics, you talk politics, we're getting rid of you. That's fine. Kevin Hart was hired on the Oscars because he's a comedian (laughs) (laughs) and told a joke in 2011. They found out about it and were like, well, you're fired. And he's like, but I've told a lot of jokes about a lot of different people. And they're like, ah. This one we didn't care for. Yeah, they're picking and choosing. Of course. From 2011. Right. Like, get over it. And how many times in that span has Kevin Hart told a joke that you could look at and be like, well, this is against white people. We don't this, need this to is disseminate against, everything. This is against yeah. women. or this is, And it's also like, Kevin Hart was never the most squeaky. Like, he had a cheating scandal a year ago. He wasn't the most squeaky clean guy. So it's like, you know, you kind of knew who you were getting for the most part. A, mildly, mildly edgy comedian. What I want to know is, how do these guys with just, like, uber money, they don't hire someone to just be like, hey, can you go through my Twitter and just delete anything that people well, can get the thing is, off at? They shouldn't have to do that, but, like, in this climate, you have to. It just costs them the odds. Right, but because... That's just the world we Because people in. keep... The mo- the line keeps moving on what we would get pissed at. Just Kevin, delete everything, man. Kevin. Just delete everything from 2017 before. Before, yeah. Just anything. You honestly might be right. That might be what people have to do. And it's, that might be what's holding you back, someone just looking at your tweets. You're like, well, he was blind back then. I would he love talked about see, it a lot. I would love to see your tweets from 2010, there, 2011. There was nothing. I don't think there was anything interesting. Nothing? No. Uh, I didn't use Twitter until I got the Barstool, really. Right. I mean, I used it, but it only, it very rarely right. until I got the Barstool. Um, but I did I'm literally going to go scroll and find your like first tweet. <laughs> it's it's probably awful. It's probably like... Well, I, I'm on Twitter. How do I use this thing? <laughs> it's the same first tweet everyone else, every other asshole had. 
Well, like, I'm here, guys. What, what's with Twitter? Right. Um, they, they, Kevin Hart, there's no malicious intent there. Of course it's not. Seven, and, it, like, again, seven years ago, and he didn't mean to hurt anyone. He hasn't. I think the most important thing is, he, like, like he said, like, people evolve over time. Well, that's He's the not the same person he is now than he was then. Like, he, if he had continued tweeting things out like that today, wouldn't yeah. fly. That's the thing. And, oh, that, I, got, I got kind of sidetracked. I just threw out the Tropic Thunder thing and never right. got back to it. So... That was Kevin Hart's mindset in 2007, whatever it was. That tweet, the tweet that everyone freaked out about, was 2011. Since then, there's nothing. So either he's evolved in his thinking, which would be nice. Hey, he's, he's grown more progressive. Mm-hmm. Or his thinking is the same, but he said, you know what? People don't want to hear that in 2018. Exactly. So either either he's changed his thinking for you. Which is <laughs> he's good got, which, is, which is great. That's great. Everyone always says, like, you get a second chance, but really they're just going to condemn you right. for something you did seven years ago. Now he's going to be labeled as a homophobe, even though he hasn't done anything to, you know, continue that narrative in 2018. Right. Or what they say, either he's changed his thinking, or he said, you know what, I still think this way, but people don't want to hear that bullshit from me. Right. You know either what I mean? Way, it's not, it's not my hear it. It's not my place. So either way, he's grown in the sense that I'm not going to talk about that anymore. And people are like, well, you talked about it once. Yeah, right. We got you. <laughs> and then, but, you know, we brought up what was my first uh, tweet or whatever. And um, You tweet a lot. I'm only at, like, August oh, you'll never, of this year. Don't, don't even bother. You'll never, you'll never get back there. I tweet a lot now. I'm determined. <laughs> um, maybe by the end of the show we'll have it. Um, you plan on going for four hours? <laughs> so... I didn't tweet a lot when I was a kid, but I did have crazy thoughts. Like, when I was 14, I would think things that were so crazy. Like, maybe someday a program director somewhere would find an ounce of talent in me and give me a shot just on a weekend or in the middle of the night when no one was listening. Oh, you I would think crazy shit like that. <laughs> so imagine how embarrassing it would be for me now if people went to thoughts I had when I was 14. Like, hey, maybe if I do this and enough people think I'm good, they'll give me a chance. And if I make some of sort of a name for myself at a place like Barstool instead of a newspaper in Rhode Island, then maybe I would have a step above these people who have, quote, paid their dues. I had th- crazy thoughts like that when I was 14. So it would be very embarrassing for me if people pulled that up now because I would think, guys, I don't think like that now. I'm an adult. I'm not naive enough to think anything like that. I was 14 back then. But that's what happened to Kyler Murray. Um, Kyler Murray, who has a name that is meant to be heard incorrectly. Kyler? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's Kyle or Tyler or it's Skyler. Kyler. It's Kyler. It's I don't know how they got there. I wonder what their parents were thinking. They were like, nah, we can call him Kyle, Let's just make Kyler. it something interesting. Right. Something inconvenient that people will be misspelling. Mis- mishearing. Uh, mishearing. Yeah. The rest of his life. Let, let, f- fuck it. Let's do it. Um, so Kyler Murray, if you can believe this, folks, r- brace yourselves. If you're driving, pull over. If you're wearing a hat, hold on to it because you might not be ready for this. But when Kyler Murray, Heisman Trophy winner, I can't believe we gave a Heisman Trophy to a guy like this. Heisman Trophy winner, Kyler Murray, when he was 14, on Twitter, used the word queer. Take it away. Can anyone believe that? Revoke this man's Heisman. Him and OJ. Same, yeah, well, same type of guy. Keep OJ, but you know. Uh, um, so, Kyler Murray, the real, the real story is the uh, dirtbag that 
uh, was it USA Today or Washington Post? I think it was the USA Today that originally broke the story. Broke it. <laughs> that ori- Spent all night looking through a 21-year-old's yeah. tweet. So this guy, this reporter, said, well, 8 o'clock, Kyler Murray won the Heisman. 8.01, tickling, <laughs> tickling the old keyboard. Uh. Trying to get to that. The, the, the first tweet, like Caitlin's doing right now, and work his way forward. What a loser. The guy should, and and um, some, someone on, uh, I was going through videos before we did the show here, and it was someone on Fox News. So, you know, maybe this audience will appreciate it, but a lot of people will question this guy. But uh, someone on Fox News, who I actually agree with, uh, was saying that uh, this reporter should be fired. 100% agree. That guy should absolutely be fired because that's not news. You're not doing your job. Anyone who does you're that wasting company time. <laughs> if you're do if you're doing that on company time, you're wasting money by scrolling through this guy's Twitter and calling it work. He just wants a pat on the back from you know people in a certain I, right. You're like, look what I did. It's like you didn't do. I anything. exposed this homophobe. Ex- <laughs> yeah, like and but the worst part is even even the people that are kind of on Kyler Murray's side, the headline will still read a controversy over. Kyler Murray's homophobic tweets. And it's like, is a 14-year-old saying queer really homophobic? Right. No. Because most 14-year-olds don't know what that means and use it to bully their friends. Right. They just say it. It's an insult. Right. They know it's it's demeaning, but they don't really know where it comes from. It doesn't mean it's right, but it's like they're calling them losers. You know what I mean? Like, that's what they mean by that. And even the the defense of Kyler Murray that I heard I didn't like. Because it was things like, they're like, well, we all said stuff we regret when we were 14. I didn't really. <laughs> like, I look at the stuff I said when I was 14 and say, well, I was 14. Right. It's like- so even if it was atrocious, I don't regret it or even think about it because I was a child. <laughs> I was legitimately a child. Not like when these kids are in college and they go, ah, well, they're kids. Right. No, no, no. Kyler Murray was legitimately a child. And we're like, can you believe this kid said something inappropriate? Yeah, it's like a kid has they bad all judgment on Twitter, and he didn't think it would ever come back to bite him. Who would have thought? Didn't think he was going to win the Heisman. Who would have thought the first kid to use Twitter? Essentially, Kyler Murray's probably what twenty-one, so seven years ago. Right. Kids, right a fourteen-year-old using Twitter seven years ago, one of the first. <laughs> a child using Twitter in two thousand eleven was the very first stages of children using Twitter. So the fact that the first generation of kids on Twitter. Said something that wouldn't fly now? Shocking. And it's crazy that these people don't see, like this reporter, asshole, doesn't see how that could just obviously come back on him. Like, the line is always moving. Which is why I say, the word the word cocksucker flies out of my mouth. Like, easier than the word hello. Just, just like, I, like I'm shaking hands. Hey, cocksucker. I say it all the time. And there will be a time in my lifetime Without a doubt, that that word is inappropriate. I mean, it's inappropriate now. But that where that word can get me thrown off Twitter or get me fired or whatever. Which is why I want to be the guy that's saying, no, no, let's not look back in time <laughs> and say, well, this guy said something then that's inappropriate now because we all do that. Right. Right now, and I use that as an example because it's an obvious one. But even just saying, you know, there might be a time where referring to a black guy as African-American is viewed as inappropriate. You know, in 20 years, it might be, well, they're just people. Why why, why reduce them to being their race? It's, they're, they're just a human being. And it's like, okay, but I didn't know 
<laughs> then I didn't know it was going to be insultive we, in 20 years now. Yeah, I didn't know we were going to make that into a crazy insult. Like, why didn't you mail that back 20 years ago and I won't say it? Right. You know? It's, it's a bizarre world we live in. And then this was the craziest one. Uh, Mika Brzezinski. Do we have that up, Caitlin? Yes. Mika Brzezinski had to apologize for this. And this one I didn't even associate with homophobia, really. But uh, this is a perfect example of what we're talking about where, uh, you know, Kyler Murray, when he was 14, didn't foresee getting in trouble for this. Mika Brzezinski, at her age now, probably did not foresee getting in trouble for this. But why doesn't Mike Pompeo care right now? Are the pathetic deflections that we just heard when he appeared on Fox and Friends, is that a patriot speaking? Or a wannabe dictator's butt boy? I'm dead serious. I'm asking, are these the words of a patriot? But why doesn't Mike Pompeo... If you blinked, you missed it. It was the word butt boy that was apparently offensive. (laughs) And it's amazing to me that we played a clip, and there were probably some people that haven't heard that that are like, what's the... What'd she say? When we get into the thing that she said that was inappropriate, it was butt boy. And I've never really associated that with homophobia. I guess maybe a little bit. Uh, I think it kind of is. Maybe. Uh, yeah. That, that, uh, out of the three that we've done, that has to be the most. You think? Damning. Yeah, I would, I would say. Butt boy, I mean, kind of insinuating. She just means like ass kisser. Uh, I think she would have said ass kisser. But that's what she meant. Maybe maybe it was an out of term, you know, whatever. That's what she, she meant. Said. She meant ass kisser. Let me let me, let me let me know. Let me let me fill you in on this. When people say like ass kisser, they don't literally mean that you're getting on your knees, pulling the guy's pants down, and smooching on his rear end. So when Mika Brzezinski said butt boy, I don't think she literally meant that they were trying to have gay sex with the president. Yeah, but I mean, you know, if, if one of your buddies, you know, calls you gay, you're not, you know, the, the insinuation is not that, yeah, I, you know, I'm uh, homosexual. It's like you're, uh, you know, you're a loser. I think there, that one right there is like a little, that's, that's, I think that's over the line. But boy, in 2018. Over the line? Like she hey, should have hey, had, hey, to, hey, hey, she should have had talking, to apologize for it? I'm Again, like just the climate. Yeah. See, that's like my, that, that's, that's, that's the, my problem is that everyone said, a lot of people say that. Well, it's the climate. But if we stop, but if we stop saying that, man, but if we stop, but that's what we've said every year for the last five years. And if people that think like me stop saying, ah, that's the line. It's 2018. That's what you gotta. If people stop saying that and say, no, it's wrong that she had to apologize, then eventually they don't have to apologize anymore. But it's just people don't want to deal with it, which I understand, because especially I want to do this for a living. A lot of people don't. A lot of people want to be able to have jobs. Um, So I understand not getting involved in these discussions. But if everyone that thought like me just said, no, 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 it's wrong that she had to apologize. Please do not apologize to us because we don't want it. In fact, we won't support you anymore if you make her apologize. Don't right. make her apologize. That's what people should be doing. You know what I mean? Like the like the, 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 the Minifans and the gearheads had it right. Right. Like you're fighting an uphill battle, but insta- you're right. Right. Like instead I'm of not saying, saying you're wrong. Instead of saying like, like, ah, we get why they wouldn't want Minahan on the air. Maybe he'd say something crazy. The Minifans said, no, no. Let's keep this we'll, train rolling. We'll call the advertisers if you don't put them on the air. And they were very, you know, from what I know, they were very respectful about it and handled it in the right way and just said, hey, we want Kirk on the air. We'll continue to support your product if you have guys like this on the air. And, that, I mean, eventually it's just going to be all pirate ships, I guess. Hopefully there will be more places like Barstool, and hopefully Barstool continues to be Barstool uh, because I think that's very much needed. 
uh, because I think down the road, uh, even people like Minahan, pe- like right now it's Alex Jones that can't use uh, iTunes or YouTube and uh, that asshole Gavin McGinnis just got kicked off mm. of uh, YouTube. Um, you kicked off YouTube? Well, he got kicked off his network. Channel or, his yeah. network okay. that was on YouTube. I don't know that he was banned. I was going to say, I've seen some fucked up shit on YouTube for you to get kicked off. Oh, well, Alex Jones is kicked off YouTube. Like he's not allowed to post, like on his channel. Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. No, not yeah, not allowed. So to if post. he like makes a YouTube account, they're like YouTube. If they find once they find it, it's gone. Yeah. That, he must have done something. What did he do? He just believes in the conspiracy. He's a weasel, crazy. He's crazy. That's what he did. He was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he he gave crazy opinions in 2018, and you're not allowed to give crazy opinions anymore. Um, but eventually, so right now it's guys like that that aren't allowed on iTunes and YouTube and Facebook and all this shit, and we're all kind of saying like, well. These are private companies. They can do what they want. That is what I call giving in, <laughs> giving away the First Amendment, basically. Right. Because we're saying now the government doesn't need to silence you. We're just giving that to corporations and saying, hey, Facebook, YouTube, the only platforms that regular people have, eh, just choose who you can kick off mm-hmm. and who you can't. And eventually, it's not just going to be Alex Jones. The people that aren't defending Alex Jones are saying, hey, he's just a crazy guy. Who cares? I don't care if I, I, I... I've never listened to Alex Jones. I don't care if I can get his show. But that worries me because eventually it's going to be guys like Dave Pornoy who aren't allowed on YouTube or Twitter. And it's going to be guys like Minahan who aren't allowed on these sites. So eventually, far enough down the line, that gets to me. A guy like me who says the shit that I do. A guy who curses might not be allowed on the internet anymore. So it will get crazy eventually. If we all just say, ah, it's 2018, who gives a fuck? Um, which is why I fight for the little guy. I fight for you people. I fight for the gearheads out there. You're the man of the people. That's right. Was there anything else you wanted to get to, or was that pretty much it? That was it for me. Did you say you wanted to talk? We didn't talk about Kyler Murray playing oh, two sports. yeah, yeah, Don't you think he- This is the Colin. Folks, this is the get the let out segment, <laughs> where I, I've decided to let Colin talk about whatever he wants to talk about, and this is what he'll do with it. Go ahead. Kyler Murray needs to play football and baseball. Do you agree? I would like that, yeah. From a sensational standpoint, I mean, we haven't seen a guy like I've no, yeah, I haven't. I, I, I wasn't alive. I wasn't alive for Bo Jackson, and I, I was probably alive for Deion Sanders, but don't remember it at all. Right. Um. So yeah, that'd be cool if he's. But is he good? Is it no? He's, is he going to play quarterback in the NFL? I mean, he's projected to be a second round potentially first, uh, late first-round pick. I mean, Baker Mayfield wasn't going to be anything until, like, almost drafted. So here's the thing. I asked that not to say, like, is he going to be anything in the NFL. It's to say, if he's going to be a quarterback, I don't think any team's going to let him play baseball. That's crazy. So, someone if he was, a, like, a wide receiver or something, maybe. Someone will let him because he's not a pitcher in baseball. <sighs> so it's, it's not like his arm is, is in maybe. trouble. Maybe. But it's just the freak injuries that happen in baseball all the time. And the way these franchises protect their quarterback, I don't think any team. From will a marketing him. standpoint, though, they might because it'd be cool because baseball players. Come, well, then, baseball players come and go; they fizzle out. Like it like, would have to be a team make... like the Bengals or right. someone like that that took them. Then I mean, they got they got Andy Dalton. They got the. Well, he's you know what? It might work because he's going to spring training with the A's. Right. So if he played for the A's and the Raiders, that would be that would work. See, that'd be dynamite. That'd be awesome. 
Because the Raiders would do that. But just from a, a fan standpoint, like I, I think it's not fair to him, but like he kind of he, he kind of owes it to the generation to give us a Bo Jackson. Here's the thing. If he's good enough, though. If, he's good I wouldn't enough. Wanna, if he was mediocre, I wouldn't want to see But here's the see. thing it's with like, football. If he's like, all right, I'm a, I'm a second-string quarterback. It's not really worth it. He can still go play baseball. It's like his, you know, he can pick one. Right. Eventually, he can pick one. I, I don't know why he, as a, I mean, Colin Kaepernick isn't even in the NFL anymore, and he's still making advertising money. Imagine a guy who who uh, is playing both sports, Nike, Under Armour. Someone's going to pick him up and give him a fat contract before. All right. Folks, that was our Get the Let Out segment. Let, like us know, let us know what you thought about it. I have a feeling I know what they'll say. <laughs> but but uh, uh, Colin's podcast is Get the Let Out on uh, iTunes and everywhere else, I assume. Um, you can – what's your Twitter? LEDS12, L-E-D-D-S-1-2. Dynamite. So uh, follow him if you want a very uninteresting follow. Hey. And uh, I, of course, am uh, blind Mike underscore – and uh, if you want to keep supporting the show, guys, you're all I've got. The gearheads out there, you're all I've got. Because no one is putting me on air here anytime soon. So, in fact, I, uh, well, I won't get into it. Maybe next week. I got it. We talked about, they, uh, they talked about me being a producer last mm-hmm. week. <laughs> I've started- I, lo- I love that. Hey, do you want a job that you physically can't do? No, no thanks. Right. No, no, really do it. No, I, I don't want to. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they, they wanted me to be a producer. And, and I was like, uh, okay, I guess. And then they were like, all right, we'll get in touch with you. So I sent a nice email the next day saying, hey, thanks for taking the time out to meet with me. I really appreciate it. Also, I saw this guy, Mark Dundero, that you mentioned to me. Started at EEI Providence. Do you think that's a route I could possibly take? No response. So I really think that that was a meeting to say, hey, get in line because uh, if you're Team Minahan, uh, you'll never get on the air here. Mm. That's what I think. Um, I don't know that to be the case. But uh, that, that that's my opinion. That's just one man's thoughts. Uh, but whatever. Um, I'm happy doing this podcast. I'm enjoying doing it. And uh, if you guys want to keep hearing the podcast and support it, and uh, give me a little pat on the back that I so very much need. Um, go to, uh, I, even if you listen on WEI.com, go to iTunes and uh, give us the old five-star rating, positive review. And uh, at blindmike underscore on Twitter is where you can tell me what you think of the show, how great I am, how bad Colin is, and uh, I'm here to please. How, how middle of the road Caitlin is, as always. Um, when is our promo no. shoot for this? What do you mean? Or, you know, pictures and everything. Dale and Keith have them. All right. Talk to you next week, folks. (laughs) You've been listening to Trash Talk with Blind Mike. Hear it again on WEEI.com, iTunes, and the Radio.com app. Tune in next week for another edition of Trash Talk, a presentation of WEEI.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.